When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Hi, good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, This interview is brought to you by an ice-cold bush light. Our live music discussion is brought to you by Bush Light. And we've got Richard Greenlee in studio. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. And Richard has put together... A uh, another festival and show or shows uh, this weekend at the township. We talked about Cedric Burnside being here. He just won a Grammy last year, which is incredible. But it's a great, um, great, great lineup. And Ratchet Entertainment, Richard Greenley on the Out of Bounds Show, one hundred five nine The Zone, ESPN. I want you to remember um, this website: townshipblues.com. Townshipblues.com. Richard, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning, Bill. How are you? Glad to be here. All right. So you've got a big, I mean, this is great. You've got a heck of a lineup of super talented musicians coming to the township, which is a beautiful spot this weekend, including Cedric Burnside. Um, and you got college football in the big game, Ole Miss, Georgia. But you've got that taken care of. So for somebody who wants to go listen to amazing live music, Mm-hmm. But also watch Ole Miss Georgia. Mm-hmm. Tell them what. Tell them about the setup that you have. Well, we've got you know our our, our venues divided. You know we have a VIP section. I've got a big ninety foot VIP tent, and I got thirty feet just dedicated to a sports zone. Cowboy Maloney, Cowboy Kitchen came in, gave us two big screen TVs, got Adirondack chairs, tables and chairs, like a big watch party right there with down the you know, 900 feet down the road is, is is the live music. So you've got plenty of space to watch either game you want to watch. State. A&M or Ole Miss in Georgia, but it's be right there. you got a bar right next to you, food behind you. you got the best of everything. Yeah. You're not going to miss the play of the game. As soon as the game's over, Taz takes the stage, and he's going to shred it. You know, okay. So, so, And I think Cedric will probably be on during part of that game. Perfect. Also, I have a sports zone in the G- general GA section, a 20-foot tent um, with two big-screen TVs as well. So no matter where you are, then you'll have four big-screen TVs playing all the games. Okay. Township. All day long. <laughs> what now? All day long. All day long. Townshipblues.com. And the Township Blues Festival is this weekend. So the doors, uh, the gate opens at 3, and the live music is 3.30 to 10.30? That is correct. Five artists. All right. Let's go through the artists. Sure. First, leading off is a, another legend, Jimmy Duck Holmes. Yes. 
from Bentonia, Mississippi. Incredible. He is the proprietor of the oldest surviving juke joint in the state. It's on the Blues Marker Trail. It's the oldest one, Blue Front Cafe in Bentonia. He's opening it up. It's just him and a guitar and a mic. He just sits there. He'll tell, he's going to tell stories. He'll preach to you. He's great, friend of mine. Um, so after that, I've got Jerica Singleton. He's yes. a Clinton boy. Yes. He played basketball. Actually, William Carey and Southern was a great basketball, but blues music was his his passion. Yeah. And he's got a, a rocking band. He's a blues guitarist. He's going he's gonna to rock out. Then after that, we've got a six-piece band out of Memphis called Ghost Town Blues Band. Ghost now, Town they're bluesy, Blues Band. But they're kind of, they're like a ZZ Top. They're going to rock. Wow. They got some soul. It's a six-piece. Um, they're going to they're deliver for about an hour. Um, and after that, Around seven thirty, Cedric Burnside takes the stage, and you know Cedric, he's a duo with he and my friend Joe Eagle on drums, but him on guitar, and I mean, they, they sound like a full band orchestra. They're gonna, you know, you know Cedric, he's, oh, yeah. he's gonna deliver, and then closing the show out is one of my favorites, um, uh, Brandon Taz Niederauer. I've had Taz and Cedric on my shows before. Taz is the guitar prodigy that Ellen DeGeneres discovered at eleven years old. Okay, Colonel, the late Colonel Bruce Hampton took Taz on the road at fifteen years old. He, I mean, I, I've got videos of him at 15 at one of my festivals playing. He's just, he's like Jimi Hendrix or Kingfish. He just closes his eyes and looks and he, he just feels it. He, he could play Jimi Hendrix better than Jimi Hendrix can. He is going to, he's going to play blues, but he's going to throw out, he's going to shred on that guitar. Wow. He's a 19 year old. He's not a kid anymore. He's a sophomore at Yale. So he's full time. He's a student. sophomore at Yale. He, uh, Gary, his father is, his, you know, is his manager. We talk all the time, but he's. He's in school. He's 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 a sophomore at Yale, getting education, but he still plays the weekends and just he tears it up. That's the kind of person that kind of makes you mad. <laughs> Insanely, no, I mean, <laughs> just crazy talented prodigy mm -hmm. as yeah. a musician who can probably play multiple instruments. Oh yeah, and I'm a sophomore at Yale in the Ivy League. Yeah, and he and he's played on stage with. He goes to a festival when he was 13, 14, 15, and there'll be. 10 of the biggest bands in the country out there and everyone invites him up to play and you'll see 40 year season guitar vets like you know, you know like uh Derek trucks just sitting there watching this amazed playing next to this 15 year old at that time kid just shredding it and so they just back up and let him go he's taz. taz tell me his full name again brandon taz niedermeyer cool and taz colonel bruce Hampton gave him that nickname like the tasmanian devil he's on that, that on that guitar he just he's swinging his head and he's 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 awesome I don't want to over, you know, inside one artist or the other, but he's my per I'm, I love a guitar shredder, and that's sure, what he does. Sure. And for our listeners, <laughs> um, Cedric Burnside, um, he, he's been nominated for a Grammy three times, mm -hmm. and, which is incredible. You know this because you're all into music. It's incredible just to get nominated. Correct. And he won he did. last year. He did. And he is, he's not finished yet. Um, no. You know, our, our, our two kind of, our state's biggest up-and-comer to deliver, you know, it's Kingfish and, and Cedric. Those guys both won Grammys. They're both still making music. They're both picking up and touring and going overseas. And I, actually, I think um, Cedric just picked up with J.J. Gray. Yes. To do a tour with him. He told us when you got us, you got him on our show last yeah. week. Mm -hmm. He told us about um, touring with J.J. Gray. Yeah, you know, I had J.J. Gray last year. The, yeah, the, that's, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. that's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, two talented dudes. Yeah, they're great. They're going to work well together, too. Um, and then for our listeners that may not know, Cedric Burnside is from North Mississippi Hill Country. And R.L., I mean. Yeah, R.L. Burnside, his grandfather, was one of the most famous bluesmen of all time. Right. And, uh, you know, Cedric's a drummer. He's, he started, he was drumming for his grandfather and father as a, as a blues drummer. Now he's out front on that guitar, and Joe Eagle's on the drums, still tearing it up. And they, together, they just, 
You can go Spotify right now and listen to their songs. Like that's only two guys, right? Yeah. So that's this Saturday, mm-hmm. the Township Blues Festival, and Richard Greenlee on the Out of Bounds show. He's got everything taken care of. So in in general admission, you get to watch Ole Miss Georgia and MSU and A and M. That could be painful, but Ole Miss Georgia and then VIP. Mm-hmm. You also have access to both games because one kicks at six and one kicks at six thirty. So. Richard Greenlee, who's a big college football fan, has checked all these boxes. It's at the Township. You can go to townshipblues.com for tickets. That's correct. That's correct. Tickets there. You can also get them at the gate, but they're a little bit more expensive. You know, $35 in advance, $40 sure. at the gate for GA tickets. And VIP is 100 bucks, and you get a 90-foot tent. And Somebody just asked, VIP tickets still available? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Townshipblues.com. Great lineup this weekend. And uh, Richard Greenlee continues to produce great shows. Look, I hear this all the time, and y'all know I get on a little bit. People talk about they want fun stuff to do in the area. You got to go support it. That's correct. Whether it's music, sports, festivals, arts and crap, whatever's go Mississippi Braves, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you got to go. You know, we need you to go support it. So if you love live music brought to you by Bush Light, um, and there's some serious Mississippi flavor in Richard's lineup. We just mentioned yes. Cedric Burnside. And this Taz dude that's a sophomore at Yale, that sounds crazy. Oh, it's gonna, awesome. He's going to go on right when the game's over. He's going he's gonna to tear it up. All right. <laughs> Townshipblues.com. He still has VIP tickets and GA tickets. And he's got college football on all day and night. So he's even going to have the 230 CBS all the way in yep. to Ole Miss in Georgia in Athens at 6 and Mississippi State and A&M at the 630 kickoff. Richard Greenlee. Ratchet Entertainment. Remember this, townshipblues.com. VIP tickets and GA tickets available. TVs everywhere to watch the game. Thanks, Richard. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. Richard Greenlee in the house. We are the Out of Bounds Show. And that interview was brought to you by an ice-cold bush light. Anytime we're talking about live music, like our interview with Cedric Burnside that Richard was kind enough to facilitate, we're talking about an ice-cold bush light. Ole Miss, Georgia, Mississippi State, A&M, and some unbelievable live music at the Township Blues Festival this weekend. Townshipblues.com, VIP tickets and GA tickets available. If you missed any of this, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen, or go to our YouTube channel, search Out of Bounds Sports. Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, coming up at 8.30 on the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. And Twitter's getting a little uh, spicy, isn't it? It is. It's got some movement here on a Thursday. The names that I throw out, if there's a coaching search in Starkville, have got people all worked up. Gus Malzahn. You should walk over hot coals to Startville, Mississippi to greet Gus Malzahn if he were to take the job. Now, it'd be a tough pull. We'll see how good you can recruit. And if you're really serious about offering, you know, eight-ish million, which you need to, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a phenomenal coach. He would be, he would make you better instantly. I mean, within the minute he was named head coach or accepted and he's been in the wars and the fire of the SEC. So, um, yeah, he, he's got to be, I don't know if he's number one. This is pure speculation for me. I haven't talked to, I mean, Zach Selman's not going to share his list with me, yeah. which is fine. Uh, I, but I do know this. If I was the athletic director at Mississippi State, Gus Malzahn would be super high on my list, and I would go in uh, guns a-blazing with an insane offer that would make he and his wife think long and hard about leaving Orlando, Florida. Now, people are like, well, why would you leave the uh, Central Florida and now that they're in the Big 12, and with an expanded playoff, uh, the path of least resistance for the Gus bus is is there at Central Florida. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, however, um, you can out... Uh, money always talks. There are every now and then people, different uh, cycles of life, stages, phases, whatever. Maybe the money thing is not... It, it, is not the driving force. But the overwhelming majority of the time, it is. Okay? And so, when you look at Gus Malzahn, and you say, what's he worth? Yeah, he's worth eight, eight, eight plus nine plus million dollars because he's proven that he can beat anybody in the league while he was at Auburn. Um, and Auburn is slightly better program than Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Okay? It's not, it's, not a, it's not a gap like LSU. Okay? Or Bama. But Bama, Bama's just amazing that they're, that they are what they are. Georgia and LSU are much more wired to be the best programs because of location and not having to fight anybody else in their state. Back Very to true. Gus Malzahn. Um, but if you want to be relevant, you want to be better from the jump, uh, you go you go make you go back up the truck until you make it extremely difficult for him to say no. Now, some other people will be, well, I need another reason. Because of what Dan Mullen told told me years ago. And Freeze believes this and many others. There's something about coaching, even when you're coaching uphill at Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Arkansas and some other programs, which are capable of winning. Look what Lane Train's doing this year. Uh, South Carolina and, and, and so on. Um, there is something about coaching in packed stadiums. He'll never have that at Central Florida. I mean, soccer is the biggest sport in Orlando right now. Okay. Uh, because of their amazing Hispanic community, which is wonderful, okay? But they don't even know that Central Florida, I'm talking about the whole metro area, they don't even care that Central Florida is playing a home game last weekend or this week. <laughs> in Starkville and Oxford, what, what do you think a home game's like? That's all people. I mean, we have crazy people, and I'm one of them. Now, granted, I'm in the business. I'm lucky to be in sports marketing. Damn blessed. But we have people who leave on Thursdays to go to Starkville and Oxford who have a home, who have a condo, who, you know, da-da-da-da. And people out of state, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yes, people. I, first person I, I ran into in the junction was from Nashville. He's got a place up in the Highlands, too, in North Carolina. But, yeah, I, you know, the, yes, he comes down. He had just played at Waverly the day be, two days before, the two days before Thursday and Friday. So he'd been there since, I guess, Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. All right, and that's a good weekend playing Waverly and Mossy Oak going into an SEC weekend. But you're, the point is, Malzahn's never going to get that playing at Baylor. There's not the sizzle there. He's not going to get that playing at Kansas. There's not the sizzle there. 
He's not going to get that playing at Iowa State. Um, he's not going to get that playing at Colorado. It's just not there. Okay, and Dion wants out. Okay, he's trying to get somewhere that really, really cares. But my point is, yes, there is a path of least resistance. But if you know how to sell and you know how to recruit, you make him get all the way in the living room, back up the truck and say, and make it extremely difficult difficult for Gus and Miss Gus to say no. That's what you got to do. You got to make some people say no. Um, and then if they do, then you keep on working through your list. Um, but you got to go in with, with a ton of dough. Uh, Gus is, it, Gus is a, it reduces the risk, right? Because you already know he's beat Bama. How many times he beat Bama? Jason, I know he beat him twice. Did he beat him three times? I don't think he got Saban three times, but I, I remember the two wins over Nick Saban. And that was back when Auburn was fractured. Uh, you can say what you want about John Cohen, but he made it, uh, clear that if he was going to take the Auburn AD job to their president, that he was not going to have alums calling him on Monday morning and telling him how to run the athletic department, which had been a major problem down on the plains. We all know about the banker Bobby and and many others. So three wins. He 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 beat Nick Saban three times. He was three and five. I guess in eight seasons, three and five against Saban. When they were at their peak. Okay, that was when when it was the monster of all monsters. They haven't been like that the last couple of years. Alabama, I mean, he was there when before Georgia had gotten their act together and some other programs, right? Yeah, and so that's impressive. That's impressive. And uh, he's number. What did I say yesterday? What's his offensive scoring efficiency this year? I said it on the twi- twitters. Let's see. 26th. 27th. I'm sorry. Offensive scoring efficiency is 27th. That's all. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, Lane, to give you an idea, Lane's, uh, Lane's like 16th. And, 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 and Malzahn lost John Rice. Play. They've been going back and forth on the QB front. When you, when you, when you start shuffling QBs, it, it's very, very challenging. Do we have time for would you rather? I think we can crank it out real Let's quick. Let's do it. I'm in. All right, so uh, let's start off with probably the funniest one. So would you rather have a tattoo of an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend still on your body, or you have to go one-on-one, heads up, with Montez Sweat? Now, one, you're probably risking your life, (laughs) and the other, you're risking embarrassment and your pride. Okay. But, but, like, I could have the name of... The girl, like, on my hip. Yeah, or, like, Roxy. I'm, yeah, I, I could say, you could say hip, but something that, like, people are going to see it, whether or not it's, you know, oh, when well, you take your... they're not going to see my hip. Yeah, but, like, whether or not Unless you take it would your be shirt off. next girlfriend. The... <laughs> okay. I mean, people in America, other European countries, they don't care as much about nudity. Here, we're going to make sure we're clothed. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, you would, so which one? So you would say uh, so so I've got to I've got to have the tattoo where somebody can see it. Yes, I'll take the Montez sweat one on one. Okay, All wow. Right? So you'll take the wheelchair. Yeah. All right. Now, would you rather party with Urban Meyer? Okay. Lane Kiffin or Bobby Petrino? Lane five years ago. That's not even close. Really? Lane has settled down now. He's sober. Good for him. He's grown up. He's proving that he's an unbelievable 
uh, CEO, manager, and football coach. I'll take Lane 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll Ert- take Lane at Southern Cal, uh, uh, Joey Freshwater at, at Alabama when he was living in the condo. Um, I, I'm not interested. Uh, <laughs> I'm not interested in partying with. I mean, Urban, I know he was in that bar, and uh, those two are stiffs. Um, Bobby Petrino, no. No, it'd be, it'd be Lane a few years ago. Okay. And then finally, would you rather be a fired NFL coach sitting on the couch getting money or a successful G5 coach and you're winning and you're in football? Oh, I'll take, I'll take the fired NFL coach that gets $22 million buyout and just hangs out. Yeah. I can find something to do. That's hard to pass up. Yeah. I can do a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. It's all good. Find a little spot in old Destin. I'm good. I'm good. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Good morning. Welcome in. Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, coming up next. Insider hit powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. Oh man, what is going on here? What do we have? The SEC insider hit this morning. Game of the week is Ole Miss, Georgia. Ole Miss at Georgia. Game of the week. Ten and a half points. Ole Miss, ten and a half point underdog. Is that too many, Jason? I think it's too many. I think three is too many. I think the Rebs are coming in guns a-blazing. Okay. I'm telling you, and you laughed at me a little bit yesterday. Probably. About about the Dayton Wade comment. I think Dayton Wade will have to have a big game. Okay. In order for the Rebs to keep things like, because you can't go to, you can't do what you did last weekend and go to Trey Harris every single time. That's not going to work. Okay. So I think Dayton Wade and Caden Prescorn are going to have to have huge games. Right. Because Wade's like, I would say the number three, because you have Trey Harris, Jordan Watkins, and then Wade. I think you're, Right. And then pre-scoring is going to have to get open or at least get big open field blocks. So so I, I think Wade so you, will need to do it. You're going Wade. All right, cool. Uh, Ole Miss, Georgia, game of the week, brought to you by Key City Brewery in Vicksburg and Southern Prohibition, SoPro. Everything SoPro in Key City. Love it. Get, get your game day beers ready. Little Key City. And a little SoPro. Our SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by the over 20 AgUp equipment dealerships in Mississippi. AgUp.com. John Deere, America's Tractor. That's how you manage your, your farm, your family land, your hunting camp. And it's powered by AgUp Equipment and your next John Deere tractor. We're going to go to the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Welcome in Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast on Twitter. He's got his podcast. You can find it on any platform, including YouTube. He's been covering this Harbaugh, Michigan against the Big Ten and Ohio State and the national media and this nonsense over the sign-stealing scandal. 
But basically, Michigan, you don't ever know which way academia is going to go. We've seen that in the Southeastern Conference many a times over different investigations. And Michigan uh, is all on the same page from their president, chancellor, all the way down to AD, and, of course, Jim Harbaugh. Steve, were you surprised at all with Michigan's response to the Big Ten? I thought they gave them two double birds. Um, now I'm not. If you would have asked me this two weeks ago, yes. But um, I think that, you know, here's the ironic part of this. Let's, let's start at the very beginning, though, that there have always been elements at Michigan – uh, going back to the 19th century, that have resented athletics, um, and then starting with Fielding Yost over 100 years ago, resented football being the face of what is, you know, perennially worked uh, or rated the number one public university in the world. People that don't like Harbaugh rubs them the wrong way, shows movies like American Sniper on campus, and goes and speaks at pro-life banquets. Okay, and they, the ironic part of all of this is that if the Big Ten had just gone with due process and done an investigation and provided evidence of, of, what, of what it believes happened here, Michigan would have never opened this can of worms, and likely those people that didn't want to give Jim an extension and make him the highest paid coach in the Big Ten would have gotten their way, and Michigan would have nailed them to a wall. Okay, What sparked all of this is the school that basically founded the Big Ten Conference when it was the Western Conference. Michigan founded this league. It kept this league together for 75 years while schools like Ohio State were trying to figure out if they were any good at football. This league would not exist if it weren't for Michigan. Michigan is who initiated the revenue-sharing model. Um, Don Canham is AD, created modern marketing and shared it with the Big Ten and TV contracts. Schools like Illinois, Purdue, Indiana are only relevant because of what Michigan has done. And Michigan has looked the other way while recruits have gotten bought off and schools, you know, just essentially did internet school or whatever North Carolina was doing with basket weaving. We once lost a national championship, Bo, because uh, Louisville had a team that was literally recruited by strippers and hoes. Literally, literally recruited by strippers I remember. and hoes. But, okay. And so Michigan looked the other way when, when, the, when, when Chris Weber – it took a bunch of money from Ed Martin, a street agent in Detroit. Michigan just absolutely, man, emasculated itself, took all the banners down, did a struggle session in Christ Arena, <laughs> took sanctions on itself that buried the basketball program for a freaking decade. Michigan has, has enjoyed its sanctimony. But after eons of that, after more than a century of that, for this whippersnapper commissioner to come in here and say, I'm going to supersede an NCA that has still yet to send a single letter of inquiry to Michigan. Has never been sent one, Bo. From for Burger Gate, none of them. All right, has still not even been sent that. And for this guy to come in because he got on a bitch call with coaches and ads who are tired of getting their faces caved in by a coach they don't like, and said, you know what? Let me just nuke the potential national champion out of our league and cost us, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars because I've just been lobbied by a bunch of schools who are largely irrelevant from evidence planted by our chief rival. That was finally what it took. A century and a half, people have wondered, Michigan fans have wondered, when is our school going to finally, when is this Death Star going to finally hit the on button? It's on now, brother. I've never seen anything like this, okay? And I think Petiti, I think Delaney probably said to Petiti, Michigan always rolls over 
still do what you want. Nope. This, and this new president helped build the Cincinnati football program with Luke Fickle. Santa Ono, a different cat. Not what we have had here at Michigan at all. The previous president, Mark Schlissel, went out of it. This is, you and I talked about this at the time. He tried to cancel the college yes. football season single-handedly. All right. This guy loves, he never visited the football program once. Like Santa Ano was tweeting about the Michigan football program after he got the job before he moved into the president's mansion. So this is totally different. And a lot of even academic people now are like, screw this noise. Okay. We, we, you guys are going to play us with no due process, no investigation. No, and we're going to give you evidence to the contrary. The NCA is going to tell you we have no evidence at all linking Jimmy to any of this. And you're going to act anyway. We've got the legislature involved. We've got the entire Board of Regents unified, even the Sparties on the Board of Regents. I mean, this is, I, love this is, I mean, they have no idea what's about to hit them. And we're at the point now that Michigan is actually hoping he goes through with the suspension today because they want to go to court. They went and hired Williams and Connolly, perhaps the most prestigious law firm in Washington, D.C. Oh, no. you got every, Everybody wanted to know what would happen when the largest living alumni base on planet Earth all finally rode in the same direction and was really pissed off. F around and find out, my friend, because you're finding out right now. I know Michigan's talked about to other conferences about leaving. I know they've talked about it internally. This is a, this is a red line, and Michigan has just said no. Finally, we have – we have ankle grabs for this league and picking the high road and not throwing our weight around, not pull the Clemson or Florida State or any of that other stuff. We cut the same, we get the same TV check that Evanston, Illinois gets and West Lafayette gets, and now you're going to do us like this? Hell to the no. Steve Dace at Michigan Podcast on Twitter, uh, Michigan Insider. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So a line has been drawn in the sand between Michigan and the Big Ten and everybody else that Steve just referenced. Uh, all right, so are you expecting to find something out today from Petiti or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Michigan is expecting uh, an announcement today. Now, depending on who you talk to, they are still expecting that he'll try some, you know, game or two suspension of Harbaugh um, or that, that cooler, heads, cooler heads will prevail. I'm, I'm going to say this to Tony Petiti. If you don't back off here, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be shorter for commissioner of the Big Ten than Kevin Warren, but he left on his own, bro. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I, this is a bad move for him. It's a, and now, now there are, you know, because, this thing is so widespread, the stealing of signals sure. and sharing them with each other. Michigan is, Michigan is getting calls from commissioners at other conferences and people, or officials at other conferences now that are concerned about this entire can of worms, like, say, the Big 12, because who did we play last year in the playoffs? This is, what, what happened here is, a, is, is one school that's the, that's the closest to the SEC that we have in the Big Ten in terms of the, zealous, the zealousness of its fans and alumni base, Ohio State. Went off Inspector Clouseau, half cock. And, and, and apparently they don't teach the term mutually assured destruction within the Ohio State curricula. All right. And so they, they, they thought they were going to, they, were, they thought they had the goods here and never bothered to realize they were living in a glass house themselves <laughs> and, 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 and rallied all these other teams. And the goal was to get Jim fired or suspended to try to ruin Michigan's season. And now you're looking at a situation where it could very well be right before Michigan heads out to take the field against Penn State on Saturday, 
you actually fire the team up more as Jim returns with an injunction like freaking MacArthur in the Philippines. Uh. This whole thing was just mismanaged from the beginning. All they had to do, Bo, all they had to do was just do an investigation with due process. And, and, and the files of things that Michigan's had on all these schools for years and kept to themselves would have stayed hidden. Michigan would have stayed, would have, would have been Michigan and said, well, I guess that's the evidence and we have to be above the fray. But no, no, I, I, in fact, at this point, whatever the odds that Jim will finish his coaching career at Michigan are probably never higher than they are right now. Wow. Steve Dace, Michigan insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, for our listeners, P- Petiti is the conference commissioner of the Big Ten. And so, so Steve Dace, do you believe that he will go through with this today and suspend? I think it's a flip of the coin, man. I really do. So you, I, from a uh, what about Fox? Does, Real quick. But for him, okay. go ahead. for him, he should not if he wants a long. I mean, you, you, well, the next question you ask the TV networks, well, let's see. The head of Fox, Michigan grad. The incoming head of CBS so, Sports, Michigan grad. Why, yeah. why haven't they, I mean, or do you believe that they have gotten on they the phone tried. and said, they what have, in the hell are you doing? Yes. Yeah. They, they first tried to broker a piece. That was most of the week. And then it was clear when it was clear Michigan would accept no suspension without due process, nothing. Love it. Um, then, then the then the networks basically went and said, "What the hell are you doing here?" Okay, and and you can kind of see the way that this broke down by networks. In the beginning, ESPN was all over us trying to kill us because we're not associated with them anymore. As the week has gone on, though, and Michigan's laid out evidence and hired maybe the most prestigious PR firm, PR slash law firm in America. Suddenly now, a lot of these guys at ESPN, like Rittenberg, calling for immediate justice. Suddenly now, they're actual reporters and stuff again. We call that backpedaling in my day job. Seen a lot of that here <laughs> the last uh, 48 hours, as a matter of fact. Yeah, back, 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 back. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> okay. Now, Pete Samuel is still letting you know he's not a real reporter, but a lot of other people are actually doing he's real a joke. reporting. Right. Uh, Samuel, no he's embarrassed himself. Um and and I hate it. Feinbaum embarrassed himself jumping on. I don't know if he's going to walk it back by how the weekend. Does, how does Paul Paul Feinbaum proceed, has proceeded over the SEC for thirty years, and coaches stealing signals is the worst scandal he's ever seen. <laughs> what the hell is that? What, who 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 would be P at ESPN told if he had to go out there and say that on camera? And then what what half testicle does he not have left that he couldn't stand up and say? Are you effing kidding me? I'll get laughed out of the SEC for saying stuff like this. Hey. This is the worst scandal ever. How do I show my audience? How do I how do I go on the air and take a call from Claire from Tuscaloosa tomorrow? Saying stuff like this? <laughs> what the hell is that? Steve Dace, Michigan Insider on the Out of Bounds Show. Is this all from you know Ohio State is is so devastated and pearl clutching that Harbaugh um, has taken their manhood the yeah. last two years, and it looks yeah. like he's got a national championship caliber team this year, Steve? Michigan very confident that it knows what the source of all of this is, has all that information, and, and it, it absolutely all goes back to Ohio State, yes. I, was, I, I heard something interesting Chris Ballas at the Wolverine said this week. He said he talked to a, a, one of the guys at their SEC sites in the On3 network. He goes, this reminds me in the early 2000s of when uh, Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee yep. all hired PI firms to go after each other, and all they did was create a circular firing squad and put each other all on probation and realize, we got to stop doing this dumb stuff. I think that was when, like, Phil Fulmer didn't go to SEC Media Day because there was a subpoena for him or something You're like right. that, right? Yes. Okay? And, and, yeah, we're, that's happening up here now. And, and, but here's the issue. Tony Petiti didn't, you know, look at the way 
um, look at the way your commissioner, Sankey, handled the Jimbo, uh, Nick Saban thing last year. Hey, stop it. This is a can of worms. Doesn't help anybody here. Right. Shut your mouth. That's exactly what Petiti should have done. Said, hey, we have the NCAA. They'll do their thing. And But instead, he did not. And and now he's in a prison of his own making. Wow. Okay, let's switch gears. Um, I don't think – I think the line's four, Michigan at Penn State. But it, it, I, I smell a little bit of a blowout here, Michigan going on the road to, to Penn State because Penn State's defense is good, but goodness gracious, what are they trying to do on offense? How do you see? How do you handicap this game, Steve? Well, I think I think that that line movement is smart play by Sharps, anticipating a suspension of Harbaugh, who tried to get ahead of that this week, and buy it and get it when it was, it was open to six and a half. So trying to get that number, anticipating the head coach was not going to be there. When, if 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 it, if and when it comes down here in the next twenty four hours that he will be. Um, I will be fascinating to see where that line goes back. I think both teams' offensive lines, Michigan's offensive line is not as good as it's been the last two years, but it's still probably a top 10, 15 offensive line in college football. Um, I think it will have some struggles blocking Penn State's uh, pass rush. Penn State's offensive line, I think, will have a lot of struggles blocking Michigan. I think this game will look a lot like the Michigan or, or the Penn State-Ohio State game with probably a little bit better quarterback play um, than what you saw there with J.J. as a likely first-round draft pick. Uh, I, I think both teams will struggle to run the football consistently. I think in this game, though, J.J. will be able to make the two or three throws yes. that you just didn't see the quarterbacks make in the Ohio State-Penn State game. And, and I suspect, you know, it'll be, you know, something like 24-17, um, 27-17, something like that. Okay. All right, well, uh, we may have to do this again, but um, as this thing unfolds, this is in, insanity, but it's it's great for all of our business, and I love that Michigan just said, uh, no, we're not backing down. And um, I can't believe Fox wasn't able to get Tony Petiti to, and, and whoever's around him to understand to drop it, but we are where we are. Steve Dace, Michigan Insider, at Michigan Podcast on Twitter, and he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Thanks, Steve Dace. Appreciate it, buddy. Got it, brother. He's fantastic, and uh, he has been all over. Now, right when it started, Jason, right when it broke, he called BS, okay? Right when Pete Thamel and Adam Rittenberg and all the, the media, especially driven by ESPN, I couldn't even believe Reese Davis went where he did a couple of game days ago where he threw him under the bus because Reese is a pro. And Reese isn't really a, an opinion guy. He's he's driving the game day show. You know what I mean? Right. He's right. teeing up Herb Street. He's, there's a difference, right? McAfee is supposed to say something profound, whereas Reese is he's. I mean, it's a talented job. You got a lot going on. He's got to get all the drops and endorsements and make sure that everybody has their time. There's a lot of egos on that set, and you got to hit every game, and and you got to bring in interviews, both live and and um, off site. But I was surprised Reese Davis said what he said um, a few weeks ago when it when it first started burning. And then I can't believe that as powerful as Fox is, and I agree with Steve Dace that Fox runs the Big Ten, that Tony Petiti, who is the new Big Ten commissioner, didn't understand when the Fox exec said, hey, stop. This is, this is nonsense. This isn't going to go where you think it's going to go. And I also wonder who is in his ear from Ohio State that has that kind of influence. Mm. Okay? 
Yeah. That's what life's all about, right? We just saw the election on Tuesday. That's power and influence, right? From from high up down to local uh, spots, okay? Because uh, there's no money in it until later. But anyway, right. the point is, um, if they suspend him today and Michigan gets an injunction by before kickoff, I mean, can you imagine how wild this is? Oh. First of all, Big Noon... The big noon show is going to be there. Okay, so that'll be their highest rated show until they get to Ohio State, Michigan, the morning of Saturday after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, in easy, Ann Arbor. Easily. Okay. Of course. And, and they're, I mean, they're, I think Fox is going, what the hell? But they're also going, this is incredible for our ratings, streaming, and even people that haven't quite cut the cord yet. Uh, it's a fascinating turn of events. He mentioned, you know, we all lived, you didn't, you were, you're younger, but we all lived the Albert Means, Alabama, Philip Fulmer, Tennessee, Auburn was involved. I mean, you know, it was a lot of crazy in the early 2000s. You didn't have a strong enough commissioner to get everybody under control, okay? And in doing so, you allowed your, at that time, and still today because of the Saban reboot, your number one, well, the number one football program in the history of college football to lose their way for several years in Alabama, right? Make a bunch of hires, trip over themselves, constantly throw up on themselves between Bama, what was going down in Memphis and and Albert Means and Bama and Tennessee. And we all remember Fulmer didn't go to SEC media days and Auburn was was crazy. Um, And then, you know, Saban was kind of hovering around that time, wasn't he? He was, he was building at LSU. And it didn't take him long, right? It took him about three years. And so when all that's going down and Alabama's imploding, both doing it to themselves and the league allowing it, Tennessee is going away from being the power that they were under Fulmer with Peyton Manning and T. Martin. And Auburn's just kind of out there in no man's land. Should have won a national title in 2004. Should have been able to play Southern Cal and Pete Carroll, but because it was nothing, nothing counts pre, you know, really, I guess a little bit of BCS, but pre-college football playoff, that's what you got. Now you've got a team in the Big Ten who's one of the biggest brands in college football, largest alumni base in the country, who finally said, blank you. I mean, it's impressive. Well, do you think that the bigger battle is between ESPN and Disney? and Fox, and that's why we're getting so many ESPN stories. All the stories are breaking uh, through ESPN. I think, I, I, I'm not sure if it's that. I mean, is the Big Ten connected to ESPN anymore? No. They're housed at Fox. You're right. But I would say this. Um, Tony Petiti, who is the Big Ten commissioner, has somehow fallen in love with the Ohio State influence, and he made a mistake. But Michigan is allowed, has been passive for you. That's a, That's a very academic trait, right? Woke, um, you know, we're not going to stand up. Um, um, I mean, hell, they won't even stand up for their their, their students on campus, um, much less something like this. But this president, you got, man, you, you this uh, Santa Ano, what a dude. To For him to, uh, to not be such an academic wonk that he understands, hey, even though we're Michigan, and we don't have to be like great in football. We we're still going to get great students. We're, we're going to get all these donations. Our yeah, endowment is yeah. still going to be fifteen plus billion. You know the whole thing. But he understands. Wow. But if we what we've done the last forty years has been fifty years has been impressive, especially academically, research and so on. Um, 
But can you imagine if we actually flex our muscles on the football front and not allow Ohio State to do whatever they want? And it sounds and like that's very have, rare. I mean, they have an army behind them. It sounds like, <laughs> like that's what Dace was Dace was saying. Incredible, incredible. So, and he he just began his tenure um, October fourteenth, twenty twenty two. How about that? Strong start. I know, man. No doubt about it. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone, and we're brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. Oh, man, they'll take care of your truck, SUV, Jeep. You know they will. Rick's Pro Truck, locally owned and operated since 1990. And uh, they're in Gluckstadt. Casey's there. They're in Flowood. Got a great team there. And then they've got RPT Commercial in Pearl. Hit ricksprotruck.com. And you know what they do. Tires and wheels, spray and bed liners, all the truck, Jeep, SUV accessories you can think of. Powered by RPT. Rick's pro truck let justin and rick estelle and their team take care of your truck suv or g powered by rick's pro truck